0: Thank you, Lord, that you have welcomed us into your sanctuary, to be your sanctuary. Lord, we pray that you would help us to hear from you, even today now, as Miss Sylvia comes and shares your word with us. Would you bless her? Would you give her exactly the words that we need to hear? And would we hear exactly what your Holy Spirit wants us to hear? In Jesus' name, amen. So I'd have Miss Sylvia... Speak to us. She's, usually the kids are the only ones who get in and that, and the youth, since she volunteers with the youth, and those of us who pray with her throughout the week. So, welcome. Good morning, church. Hallelujah. It's a time to share the word with uh, God's precious people. And um, it's always a joy and a privilege and uh, an honor for me to share the word. I do not take it lightly. I want to thank the Lord for this opportunity, and I want to thank the pastors of this church and the elders that have trusted me and uh, opened this beautiful pulpit for me to come and share the word. Hallelujah. Today, I want to talk about experiencing God's presence through the tabernacle. What is the tabernacle? I would like to say, well, the Holy Spirit, I know Pastor Steve has already prayed, Better, none of me, but all of you, have your way. Use this vessel to talk to your people, Lord. To teach, to direct, to guide, to instruct, oh Lord, into knowing you more and more and loving you more. In Jesus' name, amen. The people of Israel have found themselves in Israel, in Egypt, as as slaves. And God called on Moses, said, go to Egypt and tell Pharaoh to let my people go, so that they can worship me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh would not let them go, but the Lord showed up. And he showed out, you know, and uh, showed his power to the people of Egypt. And uh, he delivered his people from the hands of Pharaoh. Hallelujah. And I'm declaring this morning to anybody here that have found themselves entangled in the shackles of the enemy. We are talking to the enemy, let the people of God go, that they may worship him in truth and in spirit, in Jesus' name. So God delivered his people out of the hands of Pharaoh and led them into the wilderness. And a few times Moses went on the top of mountain to meet God and to receive some instruction, to receive the Ten Commandments. But the purpose of God saving his people was for them to worship him. Amen. In the wilderness. So he asked Moses. Tell the people of Israel. I'm going to read Exodus 25, 1 through 8. So then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they may bring an offering from everyone who gives. Eat willingly with his heart you shall take my offering God is not forcing anyone even willingly hallelujah and this is the offering which you shall take from them gold silver and bronze blue purple and scarlet thread fine linen and goat hair ram skins dyed red badger skin and acacia wood, oil for the light, and spices for the anointing oil, and for the sweet incense, onyx stones, and stones to be set in the ephod, and in the breastplate. And let, me, let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, that is the pattern of the tabernacle, and the tabernacle of all its furnishings just so you shall make it hallelujah god took moses to the top of the mountain and he communicated this tabernacle the pattern of the tabernacle to him and scripture said that this is the copy and shadow and the type of the heavenly tabernacle so this word is telling us that there is a tabernacle in heaven. Hallelujah. But right now, in the wilderness, God just wanted to dwell among his people. That's why he asked for the building of the tabernacle. And if we read in Exodus 36, Scripture said that people have given, and they have given, then they have given. To access. Until Moses and Aaron said. Oh it's enough. Hallelujah. They were in the wilderness. But they had what it took. To build the tabernacle. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter where we are. People of God. Because we are serving. A faithful father. And he is rich. He is the one that. Created the heavens and the earth. And uh, He put everything that we need in it. It doesn't matter where we are. In the wilderness, they gave and gave. And the the tabernacle was built. God called Bezalel. Hallelujah. And anointed him with special gifts to make the tabernacle. I think I need to go forward now. So somebody will be saying, what does that have to do with me as a Christian today? Hallelujah. The old is the shadow and the copies and the type of the new. Hallelujah. Through the old we learn more what God is saying to his people. And uh, we, we, are, we are going to learn how to enter the tabernacle today as a child of God. God is a very personal God. He wants us to know him so that we can make him known to others. He wants to walk with us personally. We come as a congregation to worship, to bless him, and to encourage one another. But he wants us to know him personally and to know who we are in him. Because if we don't know who we are in him, we will not be able to take our position in the congregation as how ought to be. If you are an I, and you don't know you are an I, and you start working as a hand, then you don't know who you are. And you bring dysfunction to the body instead of order. Amen? So, this subject of the tabernacle is very rich. If you give yourself to it. Uh, in studying it. You will learn. So much more. That uh, you, you you think you are going to learn. Amen. I stumbled in this. I won't say I stumbled in this. I think it was uh, God's purpose. For me to stumble in this. About 10 years ago. And. It changed my life. What I learned through the building of the tabernacle. In. One's personal life changed my life. So, how do we enter the tabernacle? It has a gate, and that gate is Jesus. Scripture said, enter into his gate with thanksgiving, into his court with praise. Hallelujah. Once we start praising him and thanking him, the gate of the tabernacle is being opened to us to enter. Hallelujah. Because we are going into the Holy of Holies where the presence of God is shut. Hallelujah. It's hidden there, but He wants us to come in and commune with Him and fellowship with Him. Hallelujah. So we enter with thanksgiving. Jesus said, A while ago, my sister and my co worker, my My boss, Cherry Moon, just prophesied. Hallelujah. He said, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Yes, the gate is the way into the tabernacle. Hallelujah. And uh, we are going to study seven furnitures pertaining to the tabernacle. The gate is one of it. And as we acknowledge Jesus, the tabernacle is talking about Jesus. Hallelujah. The furnitures are talking about Jesus. As we we enter through the gates. Who Jesus is. How? By thanking him for what he did for us. By acknowledging him as Lord and King of our lives. By surrendering to him as our Lord. And the first and the second... Furniture that you see as you enter through the gate. You see the brazen altar. Hallelujah. It's a place of sacrifice. Where the Old Testament saints used to take animals for sacrifice. Because God is a holy God. And he wanted to dwell among sinful people. So he put this system in place. So that people can approach him and hear from him in the wilderness. But today we can still build that tabernacle in our lives. Where we experience God's presence every day. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And we want to get there. Hallelujah. We want to get there for sure. The present altar is a type of Jesus being the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. He Come to perfect that which the Old Testament were doing every year. Every year they brought animals for their sin offering and for their burn offering, different offering that God had given to Moses as ordinances for the people. But Jesus came and did the sacrifice once and for all with his own self. Hallelujah. So he kind of uh, fulfill that law or that way of doing things in that, at that time. He reconciled us to the Father through the shedding of his own blood on the brazen altar. So we can say that the brazen altar represents the cross because he laid down his life on the cross for us. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. His his work is not just for the saints. It's not just for the Jewish people. But it's for the whole world. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. So the shedding of the blood of Jesus on that altar, It's not just for a few people, but for the whole world. But it's up to each one of us to decide whether we want to accept what he did or whether we want to reject it. But I encourage the people of God today to accept what Jesus did for us. Hallelujah. Because there is a life after this life, and uh, we want to enter that life. Amen? Hallelujah. So on the altar of sacrifice, salvation was given to us mercy triumphs over judgment it's also a place of surrender where as a child of god you have you have already come to that altar to be saved now it becomes a a place where you come to lay down the burdens of your life lay down any sin that that is entangling you that you is hard to, to to get rid of just come and lay down. Amen? At the altar there is power at the altar of sacrifice to deliver us. Amen? From the traps of the enemy. We can lay down our pride at the altar. We can lay down our anger at the altar of sacrifice. We can lay down any rejection in our lives. We can lay down our flesh. Amen? We can lay down self. Because the flesh does not do the will of God. And self does not do the will of God. Self wants to be God. But who is our God? Jesus is our God. So we tell the flesh, we tell self, lay down on the altar. That's where you belong. Because there is fire on the altar that will consume it. Amen? So that we can be free to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Amen. So after you pass the brazen altar, you see the lever. The lever is, is a place. It's like a bowl and th- there is water in it. The priests, after they have done the sacrifice, before and after the sacrifice, they will go to the lever and just wash amen they will wash themselves before entering the holy place hallelujah so in in this article we have the, the altar of sacrifice or the brazen altar and the lever and the lever is where the priests wash after they are done and they are ready to go into the holy of holy what is the significance of that for us today as children of God is the word of God hallelujah the lever represent the word of God he said you are already clean because of the word that I have spoken to you John 15 3 right now there is a washing of the water of the word going in your life as you hearing the word of God amen and also in Ephesians 5 25 through 27 the word says Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her so that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of the water of the word, that he might present herself her to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but holy and without blemish so as we come to the word of god on a daily basis as, uh, as uh, believers in Christ, the Word of God is Jesus. Amen. Revelation 19 tells us that the Word of God is Jesus. John 1, tells us that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of truth and grace. Hallelujah. As we go to the Word and uh, see the Word, and proclaiming the word upon us. Hallelujah, we are being washed from every dirt the enemy is throwing at us. We are washed completely by the water of the word. Hallelujah. He said, Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. So if you are here, you are a believer, how do you survive these last days? How do we survive the darkness that is coming in the world? By remaining in the Word, so that we can receive water. Hallelujah. To cleanse our eyes. To cleanse our ears. To cleanse our heart. So that we can keep walking with the Lord. Amen. Help us, O Father. The, le- the inner lining of the lever is done with the mirror hallelujah so what what is that the the meaning of that to us the word of god is the mirror in which we see ourselves it's where we find our identity as children of god hallelujah james 1 23 through 25 says for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror for he observes himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this one will be blessed in what he does Hallelujah. The, the, the mirror of the world is there for us to show us our true identity in Christ. Hallelujah. The mirror is there to show us that we are loved and not rejected the mirror is there to tell us that we are accepted in the beloved the mirror is there to tell us that we are redeemed hallelujah the mirror is there to tell us that we are glorified in Christ Jesus the mirror is there to tell us who we truly are and not giving to the lies of the world but to take this word and to just Look into it. Hallelujah. And we see. I forgot to put an image there. A cat seen himself in the mirror. And he was seeing a lion. And he's confused. Hallelujah. You might be weak right now. But the word tells you you are strong. Hallelujah. And as long as you watch into this word, The perfect law of liberty. I mean, this word will bring liberty to you. It will bring freedom to your heart. It will bring freedom to your soul. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 3.18 said, As we behold him as in a mirror, the glory of God, you shall be changed from glory to glory. Hallelujah. We are being changed as the image of the Lord himself. When we look into the perfect law of liberty which is the word amen then we are ready we are cleansed we are sanctified we are purified with the word hallelujah we are ready to enter into the holy place and at this point the priest who who were a hairband call holiness unto god yes the outer court which is the first part of the tabernacle is a place of sanctification It's a place of purification. I would say it's a place of freedom. Hallelujah. We are set free to meet God in the Holy of Holies. Then we move into the Holy Place. This is the second department of the tabernacle. And the first thing we see is the lampstand. Hallelujah. This lampstand is a type of Jesus as well. Jesus, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will never fall into darkness, but will have the light of life. So we go to this lampstand, and we just sit there. Hallelujah. And and sit with Jesus. Amen. Say, oh, shine your light in me, oh Lord. I come to you. You say I'm the light of the world. But I know there are some darkness. There are some darkened areas in my life. Shine your light in me hallelujah he said you are the light of the world why because the lampstand he is coming to stay in us amen so the priest will go into the holy place what does he do first he will trim the wick of the la- the lamp what is the significance of that we the wick of the, the christian is the mind we we how to transform our mind hallelujah To renew our mind, we go to the lampstand to receive illumination from the lampstand, hallelujah. The light shines and the the mind of Christ is given to us at that stage with Jesus. He said, the entrance of your word brings light, amen. As we meditate upon the word in this dimension, in the tabernacle, we see that we receive enlightenment. We receive light. We receive discernment. We receive understanding. There are certain things people will not understand, but because we commune with Him regularly at the last stand, Amen. Thank you. We receive that light. Thank you, my sister. To function, we receive discernment to function. And the, the second thing the priest would do at the last time is to replenish the oil. Hallelujah. And oil is always a type of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we go to the world, uh, and Jesus reveals himself to us as light. And, and the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, will just fill us of his presence. We need the power of the Holy Spirit daily, not just once in a while, daily, so that we can walk in love toward the ungodly. Without that power in us, we cannot do it. We will get in the flesh. Even though we had already left the flesh at the brazen altar, we will quickly go back and take it. Amen. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to stand. Hallelujah. And walk in love. And walk in joy. And walk in peace. Where everything around you is in turmoil. Walk in patience toward the ungodly. Amen. In the name of Jesus. We are getting there. Amen. We are receiving this word. And we will put it into practice. We will have that personal work worked out with the Lord. So that Monday through Saturday, we are walking with him. Not just on Sunday, we come and gather and then we leave. We just leave the word somewhere on the shelf and pick it up the next Monday, the Sunday and come to church. That's not the Christian walk. We walk with Him daily. Amen. Monday through Sunday. If we want to be effective as children of God and powerful on the earth and be the witnesses He called us to be, we are to walk with Him daily. Amen. So if you leave the lampstand, you come to the table of showbread, the the second item in the holy place. Amen. And on that table, there, there are 12 loaves of bread. And the bread always is a type of Christ. He said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry. And he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Amen? If you go to this word, you will find your daily bread there. That will sustain your soul. So that you can find satisfaction, you can find rest. Amen. You don't look for love in the wrong places. No, you are full. Hallelujah. As we eat the bread of life, you are full. Amen. That's why he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The proceeding word is the bread that we need. Hallelujah. As you take the word and you're reading it, this word becomes alive to you. And it starts speaking to you. It starts giving you answers. Amen. Amen. Are we doing that as a church? are we doing that as children of god are we making room for god and his word and his holy spirit to work in us the image of christ are we making room for him that's my question for you beloved we need to go back to the basis we need to go back to the word the simplicity of the Word—that that is powerful hallelujah hallelujah we need that word. The word of God in our spirit is powerful. Because the Lord wants to restore his presence and his power to the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. So that she can fulfill her assignments on the earth. And he is calling us back to the first things. Hallelujah. And then the third furniture in the holy place is the, the, the altar of incense. Hallelujah. Where the high priest will go and burn incense in the morning and in the evening. Telling, talking to us about the high priest ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Scripture said in Hebrews 7, 24 through 25, that he ever lives to make intercession for the saints. Amen. But uh, he is not there praying there. He is praying through his free people. Through you and I, the Lord is praying. So we come to this uh, altar to make intercession. We pray for our families. We pray for our children. Hallelujah. Husband and wife and children, you gather and you pray for your family. You pray that the enemy will not have his way with your children. You pray for your spouse you pray for your uh, extended family you pray for your church we are to pray for our pastors amen and the elders of the church because they are the purpose i mean the, the targets of the enemy but our prayers will be a, a wall around them amen that will keep them children of god Sons and daughters of the Most High God. We need to get back to the place of prayer. Hallelujah. Where at home we pray. At church we pray. We also pray for the nation. The nation God has blessed us with. We pray for the leadership of the nation. Second Timothy said that we need to pray for our leaders. They that are in authority. Hallelujah. So as the, the instance rises from the earth to heaven, God will use it and send back that answer that we need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But if we are not praying, how can he do it? He needs us. He wants to work with us. Amen. Hallelujah. And now we are walking through the third dimension of the the, the tabernacle. Where the Ark of the Covenant is. And Jesus, the glory of God, hallelujah, in the Holy of Holies. That has just one furniture. But you had to cross the veil before coming into the Holy of Holies. Hallelujah, where well, we find the, 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 the Ark of the Covenant. And it contain the mercy seat, which is the cover upon which the cherubim are hovering. And uh, the priest once a year will go in. The Holy of Holies. But before he went in. He would go through some sacrifices. For himself. And for the nations. That, that, that would be a lot of animals. For the whole nation. For the whole nation of Israel. And then he would go in once a year. On the day of atonement. There is a fixed day. Hallelujah. Called Yom Kippur. And uh, the high priest. After he. He's done with all the sacrifices who will go into the Holy of Holies. Hallelujah. And when he goes, he sprinkled the blood that he brought with him on the mercy seat. Hallelujah. Making atonement. Making, asking for forgiveness for the sin of the nation. Amen. And then... God said, the Ark of the Covenant represents the very presence of God. Hallelujah. Here he said, place inside the Ark the stone tablet inscribed with the terms of the covenant, which I will give to you. Then put the atonement cover on top of the Ark. That's the mercy seat. I will meet with you there and talk to you from above the atonement cover between the gold cherubim that hover over the Ark of the Covenant. From there, I will give you my command for the people of Israel. So the high priest went in once a year to get instruction from God for the people. But I'm coming back to the veil that he will will cross to go through the uh, Holy of Holies. That veil is very significant because something happened. When Jesus died on the cross, hallelujah, the veil was torn. The veil was torn. Top down. And this veil was three feet thick. Nobody could say, oh, maybe somebody did it. No. God rent the veil. Because the heart of our Father is to fellowship with us the heart of the father god is to commune with us but it's because of sin that he put all that that separation between us and him but when jesus christ the perfect lamb shed his blood he said it is finished that separation is finished i shed the blood to wash them To wash the tabernacle that God wants to live in. So that it can become a holy place. So that the Holy Spirit can come in and indwell us. Amen. The next picture. Hallelujah. He said in 1 Corinthians 16. I mean 6, 19 through 20. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? Whom you have from God. And you are not your own. For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God. We are not our own children of God. Who have been bought with a price. At the price of the Lord, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, God translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Hallelujah. And he has given us an inheritance in himself. So what do we do? We see that the tabernacle, the glory of God that descended upon the ark in the Holy of Holies has come upon men on the day of Pentecost the glory of the law has descended upon the living tabernacle that we are we are carrying his presence in the holy of holies of our heart the holy spirit is there and as we walk through the tabernacle daily hallelujah because the holy of holies is open now the throne of grace is open now he said come boldly to the throne of grace three weeks ago pastor andrew talked about that here he said come with boldness that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need amen so we have become the tabernacle the living tabernacle that's why we want to teach the children during this day come we want to let them know at this tender age they need to know that god resides in them if you give your life to christ you confess him as lord and Savior. Amen. We have become. The tabernacle of God. Where daily we can go in. Walking through the outer court. Hallelujah. Coming through the gate. Going to the altar. of Brazen altar. Which is also called the altar of sacrifice. Going to the lever. Hallelujah. Which is the word. Going to the lampstand. Which is the light. Hallelujah. Where we receive illumination. Where we receive understanding. Going through. The table of showbread, where we receive satisfaction from the word of God. We come out full. Hallelujah. And then we go to the instance of the altar of incense and you make intercession. You pray. Hallelujah. You enter the, the, uh, the high priest position. Amen. He called us into that position. He said, pray without season. He said men out always to pray and not faint. It doesn't matter what is happening. Our call is to cry out. And as long as there is a man or a woman that is crying out, there is a God that will answer. Amen. Amen. So I'm encouraging the the people of God to arise in the place of prayer. And after you interceded, after you worship him, you wait. Hallelujah, you wait. And the Holy Spirit will draw you in to the Holy of Holies. Where you commune with Him. That's a place of life. Hallelujah. He communicates life to you. And then very soon, you hear Him say, I love you. I am with you. I am here for you. You hear His voice. And anything that you build upon the voice of the Lord will pass time. It will transcend time. Nothing can challenge it. We need to hear the voice of the Lord once again. And if we walk through the path of the tabernacle, we will hear, amen? We will hear his voice telling us, this is the way. Go in it. Because you've been seeking him about that issue in your life you will know his will if you wait that's where a lot of people miss it. you know we we pray we go through this but we don't wait because we are in a hurry we want to go quickly no wait and hear him give you instruction give you guidance and hear him tell you i love you. hallelujah and uh, you are full you come out like a giant And you want to love the whole world. Hallelujah. Somebody step on your feet. uh, You say, Okay, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, It's okay. It's all right. (laughs) Because you are overflowing of his love. Amen. This is what I have to share with you today before God. And I pray that you put it in practice. You'll be a doer of the word so that the results that come from it, the presence of God will be overflowing your life. You will just bubbling with joy. Amen. Somebody will say, is she high or what? Yes, of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. And uh, thank you, Lord, for this moment, this opportunity to share with the precious, precious people of God. Father, I pray that you use this word. In the heart of your people. And uh, transform them, O oh Lord. Heal the heart that needs healing. Deliver the heart that needs deliverance. Bring contentment and fulfillment and satisfaction to your people, O oh Lord. And put us on fire for you one more time. In Jesus' mighty and precious name. Amen.